Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. Welcome to another episode of Creative Habits Podcast. Um, we have some very special guests today, wonderful creatives, um, poets. Um, one is a photographer, one writes books and is an educator. Um, we really appreciate you guys taking the time out to have this conversation and chat with us. Um, Please welcome to the show, Latif B and P. Rose. Absolutely. Hi. So how are you guys doing today? And um. Tell us how the both of you got started into uh, your certain art fields. <laughs> you first. Me first. Ladies first. Um, doing well. Doing well. Uh, it's a good day. So always thankful to wake up and see another one. Um, I have been dabbling in creativity since I was six years old. Um, so it's always, I've always been doing something. When I was a little girl, I was always writing stories. I did a whole collage in my entire bedroom. Uh, my mother was not happy about that because we were renting at the time. Uh, and I didn't know what tape was. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> but currently I am a author, artist, a visual artist, and I specialize, I mean, I don't know if to call it specialty, but um, I do a lot of abstract expressionism art and I add touches of realism because I'm always trying to push myself as an artist to try something new. Um, my first obsession about two years ago during quarantine um, was uh, bees. So that was like the first like realism piece I'd ever done. And then I just kept doing them over and over and over again. And now the current obsession is anatomical art. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> So I'm working on a couple of pieces that actually combine abstract and my line work, and it incorporates anatomical arts. Uh, me, I've always been some form of creative since childhood. Um, dance was my first love. Mm. Um, and then in high school, um, I injured myself breakdancing. Um, also did poetry, um, or do poetry. But that's it started in basically in high school. No, eighth grade. Yes, it started in eighth grade. <laughs> um, and then um, in high school, I took a photography class and um, I kind of fell in love with it then. You know, back then it was it was all film. So back then I actually knew how to use the dark room and everything else. But, you know, obviously as time went on, everything went digital. I don't remember what to do in a dark room anymore. <laughs> um, and as far as what I specialize in photographically, um, kind of my, jokingly, my name here around where we where I live is um, the King of Candid. So I'm like, a, I love candid photography um, and low key photography. Mm. Wonderful. What a beautiful introduction. So how did the two of you meet? And did you guys know that you were creatively inclined? <laughs> you want me to tell us? Um, yeah, you, you, you're telling <laughs> So first things first, we're actually a long distance couple. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'm here in Connecticut. She lives in Chicago. 
Um, we met on TikTok. Uh, all places. <laughs> um, I was just scrolling one one morning, and she came across my for you page, and she does these uh, these. Uh, at the time, her her TikTok was Hey Optimist, yeah. so she would do these inspirational posts every morning, and it got to a point where every morning I would get up and I would look for her posts. Mm. Um, and at one point, I noticed the post stopped. Um, and like two weeks, I was just waiting for her to come back. Cause you know, as creatives, we all just kind of sometimes take a break from social media. Mm-hmm. But when I realized how long she was gone, I DM'd her and I was like, Hey, uh, I know you don't know who I am, but I know you should stop posting. So are you good? You know? And after months of back and forth DMing, yeah. it was like, Hey, are you, are you seeing anybody? So yeah. And, and now here exchange <laughs> and then FaceTimes and flights out back and forth. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, how stressful was the um the courting process between the both of you? Since you live in a long distance relationship, um, what was the first date like when you actually saw each other? Ooh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so our first date was actually a wedding. Yeah. 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 Um, so that was kind of the catalyst to us, me, uh, to her flying out here. Uh, mm-hmm. A friend of mine was getting married, and I had a plus one. Ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> single, so uh, one day, you know, we're just having a conversation. I was like, "Hey, what would your thoughts be about being my plus one to a wedding?" And she was like, "Really? Yeah, I was, like, yeah. I was shocked. <laughs> I was shocked. I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, sure. I love, I love a good wedding. So yeah." <laughs> So as soon as she uh, as soon as she agreed, I was like, "Well, give me your information. I'll book the flight," and that's pretty much how it happened. Wow, that's mm. awesome. I also love, um, you know, I didn't feel like it was crazy for you guys to meet on TikTok because naturally, <laughs> I feel like our generation are digital natives. I mean, yeah. we met on Instagram, so <laughs> there's you know there's uh, modern ways to find your connection. Yeah. So absolutely, completely absolutely. understand. Um, so at what point did you guys like realize both of you were creative? Was this through like your DM conversations or mainly when you started like having an opportunity to mesh together in person? Um, I think we had, you know, initially when we had started talking, we were checking out each other's Instagram pages um, and, you know, looking at seeing what each other was doing. So I was like, oh, okay, he's a photographer. And I think mm-hmm. even in like conversations via DMs, he's like, oh, I'm off to a photo shoot. I'm like, wait, you're a photographer? And he's like, yeah. And I found out the poetic side, the poetic side of him mm-hmm. um, because he does these events out here. Um, and he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm off to, I'm off to Poets Realm. And I'm like, okay, what's that? And he was explaining it to me and I'm like, wow, so photography? poetry okay this is good this is really good (laughs) um and I when we definitely started building the relationship I would share like projects with him and you know I would get his feedback like hey you know what do you think of this um did I give you my book or did you buy it I bought your book yeah he bought my book we you know we we definitely (laughs) yeah the support was there The, the support was like instantaneous um and we just we just gelled like he would talk about projects or ideas that he was working on when we first started talking he was talking about his 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 poetry book and my thing I first thing I said I said so when is it coming out hmm. 
And he's like, um, well, I, I, I gotta figure, I'm like, no, 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 no. Let, let's put a deadline on it and let's, you know, let's make it happen. So I kind of stayed on his neck. <laughs> I, don't, getting this book I don't think my poetry book would be out now if it wasn't for her. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> yeah. So it's nice to be able, like, I think once we realize that not only could we talk about creativity, but we could also bounce ideas off of each other. Yeah. I think that's what really like solidified, you know, solidified our relationship mm-hmm. where I can go to him when I'm having, like if somebody's giving me a bad critique or if I'm stuck, like writer's block is, you know, it's a real thing. Creative blocks mm-hmm. are real. And he's been able to pick me up when I'm stressed out and, and vice versa. So we just, I think it was it was really instant. Just being able to see, like, hey, you're a creative person, I'm a creative person. Let's, you know, let, let's figure this out. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe potentially build something together, mm-hmm. and and in the midst, you know, have this wonderful union and relationship. So it's been it's been wonderful. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was too stressful at all because I think for the most part, a lot of it was very organic. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, because again, when I first reached out to her, it wasn't me trying to holler at her. Yeah. It was really genuine care for her, and then we would just you know talk about things, and then after a while, it was like, okay, she's dope. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and so it was it was all very natural progression. It was. Yeah. <laughs> um, two questions. What is your creative process like? This is a question for the both of you. What is your creative process like? How does it go from idea to fruition? And what keeps you motivated? Why well, I gotta go first. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've actually been fine-tuning my creative process. Um, initially, it was kind of like throwing spaghetti at a wall and seeing what was going to stick. Yeah. Um, and luckily he keeps me grounded if I throw like if I spitball like five ideas at him he's like okay now which one do you really want to do mm. and then it brings me back to reality and it allows me to take a look at you know the the process how long it's going to take um, even right now I've been working on my second book for a couple years a couple years yeah. um, I would say Okay, baby. Yeah, you were working on it before we met. Yeah, I was brainstorming. I was brainstorming. But I've been officially writing it for probably about a year now, and it's been off and on. Um, But normally, all my ideas start on paper. Um, I am a paper fiend. So I always have a notebook with me. I always have a pen with me. Um, If I have an extra one, I will give it to somebody. Um, so everything always starts on paper for me, uh, be it an outline, a sketch of, of a, of a piece that I want to do. And then it's just the curation of material. So, you know, I think about, okay, what do I need? You know, what colors do I want to use? Um, especially for a lot of art pieces that I've done, I would literally sit down and say, okay, this is the color scheme that I want. And <laughs> All right, now I gotta go find these colors. If I don't have them, then it's you know it's a trip to the art store. But I always start on paper, and then I have the curation process where I'm trying to gather all my materials, and then the execution is what I'm actually working on because mm-hmm. I can start. I'll start a project, get sidetracked, <laughs> and start another project, and then he'll say, "Weren't you working on that?" Yeah, I was, but then this new project came along, so I wanted to do this project. So I'm gonna work on this one, and he's like, "No, go back to the one that you're working on." So. He, he definitely keeps me, like, grounded and level and, like, mm-hmm. hey, finish, 
finish this one first, then we can go to the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as motivation, oh gosh, it's a lot of things. Um, I'd say it's my my kids. Um, being a mother of four, I look at them every single day, and I'm not the typical parent that's like, you know, go to school, go to college, you know, join the, you know join the the rest of them. I, you know, I value education, but I definitely value creativity a lot more. Um, So being able for them to see me do what I love and be happy about it and build a brand and, Mm -hmm. you know, have these doses of success feels wonderful. Um, And then it's also just as an artist of color, that's motivation in itself. Mm -hmm. Being able to, put my pieces out and share how I feel. Cause nine times out of 10, every piece that I put out has, has a poem associated with it. So um, it's giving you, it's giving you the writer aspect of me, but it's also giving you the, the visual artist side of me. And that's motivation enough to tell those stories. And I'm, I'm big on storytelling. I always ask people like, Hey, you know, what was the inspiration behind this? What, you know, can you tell me the story about this? And, I love hearing those stories because I, I always see the passion in people's faces when they're telling about, you know, photographs or, you know, books or poems and, and things like that. So that's always kind of the, the driving force for me. Mm. That was nicely said. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, poetically, it really started with um, I had no outlet to talk about my feelings because things like that aren't necessarily considered masculine. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, you know, anytime I would try to talk to, you know, another, like one of my boys or whatever, it'd be just like, man, just man up. You know what I'm saying? So it would be like the things that I didn't feel comfortable talking about anymore, I would write about it. And I just, at, at one point, I would keep it to myself. And then, um, somewhere uh, throughout the college years, because I'd actually dropped out of college, but throughout the college years when I was on Facebook, uh, I don't know if you guys remember when Facebook had Facebook notes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would share my poetry in my Facebook notes. Um, and this is maybe 15 or so years ago <laughs> now. And my, my aunt would like read my poetry. It was like, when is the book happening? You know, and again, I never thought about it. It was just my my outlet to get things to get my feelings out um and as far as um photography it's really just mostly about what do i want to see you know um when gordon parks was just like you're you're as an artist our tool is you know your camera your paintbrush whatever is your weapon against the things that you know you don't want to see in the world so for me it's like you know for me i didn't see a lot of uh I didn't see a lot of self-love, a lot of body positivity, like everything you see when you go to Instagram, everybody's all airbrushed and everybody looks porcelain, perfect skin. I don't do any of that. I always tell if people come to me for a photo shoot, I always ask if that's what they're looking for. And I tell them straight up, I'm not that person. Mm. Um, I'm not going to Photoshop. I'm not going to make your butt look bigger. I'm not going to get rid of your stretch marks. That's the type of stuff that we want to love. Right. Um, and, you know, um, and, you know, there wasn't a lot of people, a lot of, um, I was also battling the Eurocentric beauty standards as well. So that's why, like, since 2018, I've been, uh, publishing a a natural hair calendar every year. 
Mm. Okay. Um, so that's uh, you know, those those have been my focuses. Just trying to create the things that I I would wish I could see. Do you shoot Nikon? Canon. Canon. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I have a <laughs> Canon 7D and a Canon EOS R. Okay. Okay. So if you had the opportunity, let's say, to have a an collaborative exhibition and someone walks up to you and is like, you know, like, who are you? Or what kind of art do you have to show the world? How would you describe that in a sentence? In a sentence? Without being long-winded. Or maybe a paragraph. Like, how would you introduce yourself as a creative? Um, Boundless. Mm. Um, I have always, I've always loved art. Mm. And I've always, I think deep down inside, I always knew I wanted to be an artist, but living in the norms of watching my mother work a nine to five job and watching my mother work, I'm like, oh, that's what I have to do. I can't, this is a fantasy. Being an artist is a fantasy. But as I've gotten older and done everything from jewelry making to, you know, to, to visual art now to collages and, and things like that, I've come to embrace being boundless. Yeah. Um, in the art world, I, I hate the, well, what do you specialize in? You know, what, what do you, what do you do? And it's like, can I just create art that tells a story you know, it it speaks to you on some on some level. It could be, you know, it could be a superficial level. It could be deep down inside. It all, you know, it always depends on you. Especially with abstract, I was having a conversation last night. Um, with abstract pieces, I've heard both arguments of you know, abstract is trash and abstract mm. is beautiful. And I'm like, do you ever think that it's just a natural, organic art mm. process? Mm. Because Every abstract artist that I've seen, like I, I've seen something, I forget his name, but he was a he's an artist and he literally does like scribbles and mm-hmm. people love it. And when I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay, I see elements of this, or it reminds me of a ribbon. So I I love the identity of being boundless. So if anyone asks me, you know, like how do you describe your art? It's boundless. It's you know, there there's no ends, there, there's no end to it. And it's always it's going to keep going no matter no matter where I go my art is always going to keep going without me. Yeah. That's a beautiful mm-hmm. title for a solo show. Right. Not <laughs> to cut your wisdom, um, we're parents as well, and just to piggyback and relate to that, um, our kid was coloring in school, and the teacher would be like, "Why don't you color inside the lines? Why don't you stay within this?" this 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 box per se but i feel like if you're a child or an artist the whole point of being artist is um freedom freedom of expression freedom of of not having those those constraints and being within that box you know and um i think us as artists it gives us leeway to play and keep Mm -hmm. that that little child within us um, expressive and and always wondering and 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 always improving as you know artists and individuals. Mm-hmm. Just to piggyback on what you were saying, <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> so I've actually done a photo uh, solo show before. Okay. Um, back in actually it was well, no, it was one. Um, twenty sixteen when I first got my studio, I did a solo show as a birthday party to myself. So I called it complexions. So I kind of had like a parentheses around the, the COM, which stood for celebration of melanin. So all the art was just based around the diaspora and, you know, different aspects of, of showing that. So that was kind of one of the things that I focused on. And that's where kind of I stayed, so to speak. Mm. Um, and then after a while, it then became, you know, gathering other, you know, artists of color and, you know, creating those shows. Um, so that was, that was, that's my answer. <laughs> no, that's beautiful. And I, I love how both of you described something that kind of, um, illustrates how we are as black people, um, kind of like how you were saying, like the word boundless, meaning that you can be a jewelry maker, you can be a poet, you can, you know, create beautiful art. Like we don't have to fully be in a box. Um, I don't know if you know this, but in any African language, they don't have a specific word for art. So culturally as a people, it's embedded in our culture to be creative. And we know this when we start trends on TikTok with dancing. We know this when we create beautiful baskets to eat out of, you know? So it's like, I love how you illustrated that for yourself or described what you do as boundless because that's how we are as people. We don't categorize what we do in our culture. We just do it. <laughs> and it's very Eurocentric for someone to be like, well, what do you do? What do you specialize in? Because we're so right. talented in so many different things. So mm -hmm. I love how you describe what you do every day as boundless because clearly like culturally for us, what we do is boundless. Absolutely. So it's really pretty and beautiful. Yeah. Question. Yeah. If your love towards each other was a soundtrack, which would that be? <laughs> so, recently we watched Intergalactic together. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the movie on Netflix. It's uh, yeah. So that is kind of like our thing because it was the photographer dating yep. the artist, and I was like, I was like, babe, that's us. <laughs> like if you just flip it. Yeah. And I was like, if you flip it, because she was the photographer, he was the artist. I was like, that's us. Yeah. There are a lot of dynamics in that movie that I was like, wow, this is really <laughs> But I think that whole soundtrack, because uh, I think as soon as I finished watching it, I immediately went to Apple and was like, I need to find the soundtrack. And I listened to it. Like every song I sent, I'm like, this is us. Yeah, so our thing is right now, it's intergalactic. Yeah. Mm. What about you guys? Oh. That's a good question. Thank you. <laughs> wow. I'm going to let you take this one. <laughs> I mean, I'm a Marvin Gaye fan, you know, and I think um, Trouble Man would be a good, I don't know if that was the, the, the album or not the specific song, but the album that that song is on because it encompasses every emotion and relationship that we have with ourselves as yeah. in a relationship and with the world, you know? That is a good one. Yeah. I would, that was a really good one because um, we're on our seventh year now, Ooh. but it's like with... Thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you. But it's like with relationships, you know, everything is not perfect, mm. but every year is different. Mm. So yes. you have to like learn the new person that your yeah. person is. Every year. Every, <laughs> every year. So it's like you have to leave room for that ability of your person to grow and to shape who they want to be every year. Mm. So you have to date each other every year, you know. Yep. Meeting a new person with your person every year. So I like that. That was a cool mm-hmm. one. Yeah. yeah. I like that. That was a good yeah, question. Yeah. <laughs> so um what's your relationship with art? Like if you can put it in in one word. Hi, my name is blah and I'm a blah. Like what? What's your relationship with? Uh, hi, my name is Latif. I'm a creator. Mm. Uh, you know, because again, I don't believe like being boundless. I don't believe in putting yourself into a box, and I don't believe in allowing other people to put you into a box. You know, today I could be doing photos. Tomorrow I could be, you know, writing, po- writing poetry. Next day I could be dancing if it doesn't hurt too much, um, yeah. you know. So it just be creator. Uh, in one of my poems, it was just I, I said, um, if we were made in His image, to call us by our name. So from now on, you will refer to me as the creator. Mm. I like that one. Thank you. I was actually called the box <laughs> about getting out of the box, but uh, you're true. Um, gosh. Hi, my name is P. Rose, and I'm a boundless creator. It's always going to be boundless at the end of the day <laughs> uh, for me. Um, it's because I, you know, just just like he said, I'll wake up and I'll say, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play with polymer clay today, and I'm gonna make something with clay." Or mm-hmm. I will wake up and you know, I'll pull up my sketchbook and I'll, you know, sketch a, a random idea, and it may not make its way to a canvas, but I still like the fact that, you know, hey, I did this. Um, even now, I do a lot of line, a, a lot of line art. Um, and I've had people say, oh, well, that's your niche. I'm like, no, it's not. I don't have a niche. I, and, and it's not being cocky. It's not being, you know, it's not being rude. It's just, I don't, I don't, I don't have a niche. I'm like, because I could wake up tomorrow and want to do a still life, you mm-hmm. know, even though I've never really done one before, but I could wake up and do it. Mm-hmm. And I like being boundless because you're always going to be learning something new. Mm-hmm. So when you think that you've mastered one thing and then you have this desire to try something else, now you're learning, now you're learning something new. So creativity is not a one-stop shop. You can do anything and, and everything you want to do, but it just comes down to you focusing and mm-hmm. you actually taking the leap and, and doing it. Yeah, mm. like because myself, I I want to dabble into uh, videography, cinematography. Um, she has she has one book out, but she has several short stories out on Kindle Unlimited and things like that. So there was one short story in particular of hers that I had read, and I was like, I want to create a short film. Mm. Uh, you know, just based off of that. And I'm just like, but right now, I don't have the equipment to put any of that together. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we're going to keep, you know, trying to to figure out right, what right. it looks like. And over time, I think we're actually going to make it happen. Storyboard. 
Yeah. Only thing is, right? Equipment is so accessible. It's 2023. Yeah. Got this. You know? (laughs) So... 2023 is 2020 me, right? That's that's my that's my mentality of it, right? Yeah. So we don't say I want to, say I'm doing. Mm. You know? Doing. Just you're doing. That's the reality we gotta live in. We have to put these ideas out there and manifest those ideas, or we're always yeah. gonna want, or we're always gonna need instead yeah. of applying that 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 work into that manifestation. Right. But I got total faith in the both of you. Absolutely. You know what I mean? You guys work are amazing and I love it. I love your photography. I love your art and your poetry uh, for, for bo- poetry for both of you guys. And um, it's very genuine too. You know, you. it's like we're seeing a, um, a small representation of, of, of what goes on in your mind, you know, and I, we can definitely see the growth of it. So looking forward to the Boundless exhibition and looking forward to seeing like how you guys are able to co- collaborate as a couple, because that can be something that could be completely magical, you know. You're talking about it. Yeah, that's amazing. And so um, I wanted to step away a little bit about talking about art mm-hmm. and uh-huh. seeing, you know, what kind of motivates you guys um you know, to kind of like move forward in life. I know that we've just had COVID happen <laughs> not too long ago. We're just coming out of that. But, um, you know, just the experiences that we have in our everyday lives, what kind of grounds you as grounds you as people mm-hmm. and what allows you to wake up every day and just be thankful for what you do? Um, I know for me, um, it's, it's, the reality of knowing that tomorrow is never promised. So you just try to do the best that you can on any given day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, if I'm blessed enough to live a long life, I want to be able to look back and see a past that I'm proud of. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, our families are proud of, you know, mm-hmm. things of that nature. So it's like, but mostly myself, because I we have to be, Proud of what we, yeah, we have to be proud of ourselves more than allow, you know, looking for other people's acceptance. Yeah. Um, And I know for me specifically is uh, we're both in therapy individually. And one of my biggest things was, you know, again, getting back to self-love and stop looking for other people's Mm -hmm. uh, validation. Validation. Right. So that that's my current journey is just again, creating a life that I am proud of. Yeah. I love that. Yes. Thank you. Oh, gosh, for me, I think, and honestly, I think it's just life in general. Um, I have almost lost my life a couple of times, be it from the military or um, previous instances in the past so just being able to wake up and plant my feet on the ground challenges me to be better than I was the day prior Mm. um so it's you know what can I do you know what's that that one percent like reading atomic habits I read that at the start of this year um 
that really kind of reminded me that I have the opportunity. Every time I wake up, we have an opportunity to be 1% better than we was the day prior. Mm-hmm. So that's what pushes me to keep going and it motivates me to keep, you know, to, to push harder. You know, I've always been my worst critic. I've been my worst enemy all my life, but thanks therapy. <laughs> um, I've been able to push that critic aside and be like, no, this is, it's my day. I'm going to do what I need to do. And it allows me, it allows me to keep pushing forward. And being able to do that has definitely changed my changed my perspective. So waking up in the morning, it's like, okay, yesterday happened. What am I going to be doing today? Mm-hmm. And that's what, that, that always gets me going, yeah. <laughs> pushes me. The way he looks at you. I know. When you're <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> I love that. It's like he's <laughs> intoxicated. Like he's <laughs> beautiful. Yes. I was just thinking the same thing. Like, look at how he's looking at his lady. Yes. Um, we only have a few minutes left. Um, how would you guys like to be remembered? Um, let's say your great grandkids, your 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 great great grands like how would you guys like to be remembered within um your reality mm. or your lineage how about let's take yeah. it there <laughs> the, the legacy heavy on the legacy um for me i want i can't even imagine my kids having kids but that's okay um, <laughs> that's <your thought. laughs> um i want to be remembered as someone that didn't give up mm-hmm. on their dreams no matter hell or high water you know she did it and mm-hmm. she did it with pride and she did it with love and she did it with absolute happiness because at the end of the day we you know it's everybody wants to be happy but people are always searching in the wrong areas for their happiness so i want i want my legacy to be built on you know, creativity, happiness, and just unrestriction. Mm. Mm. That's love. Um, for me, I guess the way I want to be remembered is that I always led with love. Mm. Um, one of the things that I always say is I, I'm not Christian, but I do strive to be Christ-like, and Christ always led with love mm. in everything that he did, and that's how I want to be remembered is, you know, I always try to love everyone to the best of my abilities, as well as, you know, again, like I said, I'm learning to love myself in the same capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, and and my, my work, my art is, you know, meant to convey that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wonderful. So um, how can people get in contact, see your art, um, follow your journey, follow your journey, buy your books. Like what's, what's going on? Give us the, 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 the socials. Uh, that's me. Yep. Uh, socials are, um, so I, I have two. So I have sincerely, uh, underscore P dot Rose on Instagram. Uh, it's on Twitter too. I just don't use Twitter that much. Um, um 
But uh, under my Sincerely P. Rose account on Instagram, um, you can actually sign up. Uh, you can subscribe to my Sincerely P. Rose newsletter on Substack, which is a, I make these little short love letters to creatives. Um, and they're my favorite thing to do. Uh, and they're personal because they, they literally come from a place of my own thoughts and, and processes. Um, and then my art page is P Rose underscore artistry. And I do random art posts. So literally whatever I have around me, I will create something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, there's a link to uh, some pieces available on my Etsy shop. Nice. And, and I have a website I'm working on. So it's going to be whoisprose.com. And it's going to have everything in there. Um, and then as far as books go, um, look up P. Rose, P. Rose on Amazon, and you will see my short story, Guardian, Stranger Rebirth, and my first book, Upgrade. Nice. Wonderful. Um, me, I can be found on Instagram and TikTok at Belcher Digital which is, you know, my last name, Belcher, and the word digital. Um, That's where you find a lot of my photography. I have uh, lately been sharing a lot of my poetry there, too. Um, you know, just trying to, like, lately, since the, you know, the last six months or yeah. so, it's been about just trying to merge the two. Mm. Uh, and so that's that's been the focus of the week. And uh, BelcherDigital.com is coming. It's just, you know, a slow burn with me trying to put it all together. We're going to get it done. Wonderful. <laughs> well, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure. We loved hearing everything that you had to share with us today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Perfect, perfect. All right, guys. Love is love. Peace. Bye. Bye.